Hello, everybody, and welcome to 38 Weeks to Go, the interview. Today, we are with Vic City, who's managed by Vic Nyadimo. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, 91 points ish. Please let us breathe. <laughs> Those are many points. How, how did you when you started the game week? Did you think you were going to get ninety-one points? No, 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 no way, no way. It was one of those game weeks where I had a free transfer, and I really thought hard about who to get, and there was no one who came to mind. So what I ended up doing was saving the transfer and hoping that now this coming game week, uh, game week uh, seven, I'd have my two transfers and I could do a bigger move, you know, because my team is fully at a hundred. If I have to sell someone, I have to get someone who's either cheaper or at the same price. And the people I wanted to sell, I just couldn't get the players I wanted. Uh, Who are you looking for? I have this player called Mubama. <laughs> yes. This guy has not played. And a few game weeks I've gone without points because of him. So I was looking for a striker who plays at least and who gets at points. Not just any striker, but at least a striker who gets points, basically. Yeah. Are so, you thinking of Archer? Yeah, I was thinking of Archer. I can't even afford Archer, imagine. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, How come? Mubama's really, lost value? Yeah, he was he was one of those strikers who are really cheap. So, he's I think he's like 4.4 million. So, I think he's like one of the cheapest players you can buy in FPL. Mm. So, now, that's, that's how much I have to spare in the bank. So, that's why I was thinking about the two transfers. So, I can make a move with selling someone else plus him and then get... Two other guys that would fit that budget. Mm. Yeah, obviously, you know, Haaland costs 14. So, yeah, yeah, he's taking up a lot of cash, but you can't stay without him. It's almost a crime. Mm. Yeah, so when I was uh, looking at the game week, I had thought about selling my one of my Brighton assets. Namely, I think Mitoma, because he mm-hmm. hadn't performed. He didn't perform, I think, proper maybe like the last weeks. game week. Two weeks, yeah. So I was thinking of of switching him up. But mm-hmm. since I decided not to sell anyone, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't quite sure for who. Okay. But I was just, you know what I normally do is I just go to the, to the transfer list mm-hmm. and... I just check the players who are uh, performing because they are ranked. You know how they are ranked in EPL? Yeah. And I just so you, go from the top. Do you top. do it by points or like by percentage ownership? No, no, no. I do. I, I go by points and by form. So you see, because the, ga- the game week is really early. Mm. So you might get this, this someone like in the top five. But what happened is they scored a lot in the first games and they haven't done anything after so i just check the info i go player by player check the info and i guess it helps that i watch the epl also so there's players like if you watch the epl for a while yeah you know what pros gets points here and here and there 
That's true. You know, you you just know like yeah, you if you watch him in Southampton, you know he gets points here and there. So that's a play if you come across, you remember his history, and then now you check how he's been performing since like when the game week started. Because with FPL, the form really matters. If a player is not in form, even if he has like a really huge rep, you might just have to drop him. I think I, I almost dropped Salah at some point. Wow. But he's come good. He's come good. How long have you, you know, had Salah when, for? When started the FPL with him. You know, like... Wait, so you started uh, with him in Holland? Yes, I started with him in Holland. Like... The way I play FPL is largely affected by how the previous season went in the beginning. Okay, so like you use history you, as a like a predictor yeah, for the so, future. Yes, like like you see how my team has Brighton guys, yeah. as Haaland, as Salah. Now those guys they were performing even last season. So mm-hmm. when FPL was starting, I was hoping they continue because. Mm-hmm. I've had bad experiences with that strategy where the guys you bought from you used very well the previous season don't perform. I think this this guy from Swansea, what was his name? Michu. He was a really good striker. Yeah, Michu. Like he really performed one season, then the I next remember. season was it was magic. magic. <laughs> I think I went like five game weeks with him. No points. Uh <laughs> This time, I think it worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I've started doing a bit of research, not not as intense, yeah. uh, intensive research where I go to Opta stats and check everyone's stats, you know. Mm-hmm. So I go to YouTube and watch these FPL guys just okay. talking about the, the, game week. Uh, the game week and stuff. So yeah. I don't... I don't agree with them most of the time because I've noticed they have a bias. Like if you get the guy, the the guy doing the FPL review is yeah. a manu guy, they probably ha- hype up a few manu guys in there. Oh, he'll be telling you, oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mostly they mostly they talk up Rashford and stuff. I even had Rashford, I think, in the beginning, but uh, I sold him early. Just decided. Well done. The way he's not performing and Manu was also not performing. So I just decided, you know what? Let me sell him. And he's also holding up a lot of cash. Wait, so you're I telling me him. you had Haaland, yeah. Salah, and Rashford? Yeah. I had Goodness. the killer squad on paper. <laughs> How did you balance all of that? That's why I'm telling you I'm cash trapped now because <laughs> of those buys. You know, the way I went in, Yeah, it was tight like it was tight such that when when you need to get someone you have to get someone of equal value in your squad or lower value and because mm-hmm. of those high uh, value assets i had yeah it meant that i had equally lower value players in my team yeah that makes sense so, the you, so yeah yeah so i had the mobamas in there uh, i also got lucky with i think udogi Dog isn't that expensive. Oh, you had and him from the beginning performing. as well? Yes, I had him from the beginning. Hey, well done. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm just rolling with the punches now. Hey. So, so far, who has been your favorite player in your team this season? In my team? Yeah, like an overperformer. Uh, I'd say Mbuemo. 
Okay. I wasn't quite sure about him, but he's really performed. I think other than the last two weeks, he's had uh, a good return. Yeah, he has been very so, solid. So what about underperformance? Who has been the biggest underperformer since you started this season? <laughs> the biggest underperformer, I'd say Rashford. That one is at the top of my mind. Who else? Ah, and this guy is called Joe Pedro. Oh, you guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brighton. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I sold him and brought him... Uh, no, I sold him and bought who? Alvarez. I think that's mm-hmm. the time I brought in, I think, Mitoma. And yeah, I, I swapped the Brighton assets. Because now, at the beginning, I had Bama. I had Jao Pedro. They're all not playing. I had Stones on my team. Oh, he yeah, wasn't Stones. playing. <sighs> and Gabriel. Uh, hey, by the way, he has been losing value, huh? You know, I think... He, Gabriel's problem is probably Ateta. That's the, I think that's the problem there. That rotation. Because thing. you see, like, there's the rotation, and then somehow Arsenal is just not scoring set pieces like they used to. Mm. Gabriel used to, like, bring in so many points from a header here, a header there. But nowadays, the, the defenders are not doing that well. Random question. Which yeah. football team do you support in the Premier League? <laughs> oh, I support Arsenal. Ah, okay. You see, the way you spoke about Gabriel made me think, hey, he's a yeah. bit too knowledgeable about this. He must <laughs> he must be watching Gabriel closely. Yeah, even in this 91 points I got. Yeah. I had to really just put aside my my love for Arsenal and I was like, okay, Arsenal is playing Tottenham. Now this is not a good fixture for defenders. So I benched Gabriel and I benched Udogi. And wow. if you watch that game, Udogi was so dodgy. Like, I think the pressure just got to him. <laughs> Udogi is a dodgy guy. <laughs> yeah, he was very dodgy. He was doing funny things, man. You wouldn't imagine he was the, he's the player that has been bringing in points. Oh, yeah. wow. He was that shaky. He got a zero, actually. Yes, yeah, he was did. very shaky. If you, watch, if you watch the game, was no, I missed it. Yeah, wow. he was no, that very, was a good call because shaky. your defense got you. Let's see, 23, 29 points. Yeah, yeah. Ah, well uh, Newcastle, Newcastle surprised me, man. Hey, <laughs> Newcastle, that was a surprise of the weekend. Eight. Eight hey, it was crazy. Yeah, and different eight different scorers. I think that must be a record. I think it's a first. I don't think there's any team that's done that before. Yeah. Mills just happy yeah, to have Trippier there with three assists. I regret not getting Trippier. I had bought Trippier. I think was his, it's his price. Yeah. Yeah, he's like expensive. the way I was squeezing the team, I couldn't buy him. That makes sense. I have a question yeah. for you. But he's a... yes. I'm looking at your your goalkeepers. You have Pickford and Tanner. Why those two? <laughs> I'd say first, let's say price. Then I had hopes with uh, Everton. Oh, you see the the way the, their coach came in last season. Yes, he really set up the team defensively nicely, and their midfield was also not bad. And he'd had now a transfer window in there, so I was hoping he'd 
he'd perform. He'd fix the team such that they wouldn't lick in many goals, but it hasn't worked for me. And I'm still stuck with the budget issue. So mm. I might fix it with a wild card soon. But, but you have we'll 91 see. points. We'll you see. need a wild card. <laughs> you see, the problem with the FPL is you get 91 today. <laughs> then the next the <laughs> next game week, you're struggling to get 40. <laughs> <laughs> That's how FPL is. And uh, I think we have, is it a double game week coming up? Yeah, this week it is uh, Luton and Burnley who have double game week. It's not. It's nothing to risk your. your <laughs> yeah, whole it's team nothing over. worth risking. Yeah. Looking at your team, do you have any regrets? Mm. Like, do you have a player that you regret having had this season so far, apart from Rashford? I know he's been there and the performer, mm. but like now, you got a player and you regret having him. Like for example, I regret getting Nicholas mm-hmm. Jackson into my team. He has done nothing. Wow, you know. You know, there's there's a week when when Chelsea, I think, won a game and Sterling yes. had two goals. Yes. So that week, I was going to buy some some Chelsea assets. But I, 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 I really overthought it and I was like, you know, Sterling, I wanted to buy Sterling, but my experience with Sterling, even when he was in Man City, whenever I'd buy Sterling, he'd stop getting points. <laughs> That's been my experience with Sterling. And every time I try buy Sterling, I always remember that. So it's like, okay, no, I can't, I'm not buying Sterling. So oh, I was gonna get Jackson. But that game week was a game week that starts on Friday. Yeah. So because of me really thinking hard about buying like Chelsea players, because okay, first their whole team is just underperforming. And then they had this one good game. So I was like, does this really justify me bringing in Chelsea guys? I really overthought it. And the next thing I knew, it was Friday and it was 11 o'clock at night. And I hadn't done anything. So <laughs> that's how I survived that scare. Uh, I think, I can't really say I regret having, other than these two goalkeepers I have, maybe easy. You know, with the uh, Zaha, with Zaha having left yeah. Crystal Palace, I think we were expecting Ize to come up and just and take up. over. You know, yeah. yeah, step up. He's the other guy. I'd say I was disappointed with. I think I gave him two game weeks, and I sold him off for Mitoma. Okay. Yeah, and they decided to go for Mitoma, and then it still wasn't working. I think Mitoma came in and gave me one point. <laughs> <laughs> but no. yeah, at least Mitoma is proven. Hey, Mitoma, that man can dribble. Yeah, mm, he's that guy. You know, he scored from... in sixteen seconds when he came on at halftime. Yeah, he's ah that guy. Even if even even those game weeks, like he doesn't bring in a lot of points. You just see the, those like some chances that just maybe the goalkeeper just a bit off and he he'd be in there. So he's very dangerous. It's a very good player to have. I think at some point I I wanted to swap him with uh, Solimach, but I just I didn't get the the chance to, and I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I'm also fact, seeing right after on that the, game he hasn't scored the, again. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I hope they don't continue doing this resting of Estupinian. I think there's that game he was rested. Yeah, I think that was because of the international break. 
You know, these South American players oh, yeah. tend to come from so far. Oh, yeah, they can they normally come in late. They come yeah, back to that the jet team lag. Late. And then there was yeah, Europe. True. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, they was being rested for Europe. Now, we're so, talking yeah. about uh, uh, strategy. Yeah. I'm talking about strategy and preparation. You said you, you've been using past history as a indication for how to use, how to choose in the future. Yeah. Now, I wanted to ask, do you choose like, like, for example, I'm looking at your team lineup and I'm seeing it's three, five, two. Is that going to be mm -hmm. information? Does it, does this indicate that you believe that this is a midfielder's league? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Like, you see, when you look at the guys scoring in the EPL, other than Haaland and maybe Alvarez, there's a lot of midfielders. There are, there's Saka, there's Salah on this side, there's Mbuemo, there's Mitoma, there's uh, Kinawad Prowse, there's uh, Bowen. Like, there's, there's a lot of uh, midfielders. Too and many. I also like favoring midfielders because their goals are more points mm. than strikers. So, if you have a striker who scores one goal and a midfielder who scores one goal, the striker gets, is it three points? The striker gets the four, the midfielder gets, gets four. five, and the defender gets six. Five, yes. And then the midfielder also gets one for a clean sheet. So there's a higher return there. Mm. So if you have like strikers who score, uh, midfielders who score a lot, you'd rather have midfielders in your team. Will you be bringing uh, Mr. Son into your team? I've thought about it, but for me to bring in Son, I have to sell Sal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a budget issue with my team, basically. <laughs> maybe, maybe with a wild card, but also, I think I'd, I want to watch Son for a while. Yeah. I don't like Rushing. getting myself in a, in a hole, yeah. Because, like, like I've said, for me to bring in Son, I have to sell Sal. So, I sell Sal and bring in Son, and then, yes, Son will give you those flashes here and there, and he, I think he's starting to come into the, into the team more now that uh, Kane is not there. Yeah, and the coach is also maybe learning how to utilize him, and he's also playing as a striker. But, yeah, because they benched. Uh, yeah, Richarlison nowadays comes from the bench. I might give him time, but maybe I have also bias because I'm an Arsenal fan. So <laughs> you don't want too many Spurs <laughs> in your team. Yeah, yeah. Even okay. if, but they, even when Kane was in the league, they never used to use him that much. <laughs> somehow, you know, I'd always just find an excuse to have someone else other than him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but. From my experience, it feels it feels like Arsenal fans are the ones who are the most um, affected by heart when it comes to choosing teams. I had a friend back when Drogba was yeah. in the league; he would yeah. never choose Drogba. And now I don't know if you remember, <laughs> but Drogba, mm. especially against Arsenal, ah, <laughs> oh yes, you know, two two goals. He do he just hit you from there with two goals. Yeah. And then do that funny celebration of his. <laughs> yeah, and he would always demolish Senderos. Yeah. Ah, Senderos was not even a defender. Don't remind me. Those are those. <laughs> no, Ferguson needs to trick us and Wenger, you guy. It's a scab. Tell him, washed up players. 
<laughs> and and when you just buying them i don't know so i think this season uh-huh. i've really tried to put the the bias aside yeah i can see you have like two spurs my, players uh, yeah yeah and i only have two arsenal players then only saka plays because gabriel has been on my bench for the longest by the way, why don't you have like a um, an Odegaard or a Gabriel Jesus? Okay, Gabriel Jesus uh, just started coming back into the team, mm. and I'd have Odegaard, yes, but I think there's better options. And then again, Ateta is still doing his experiments, so I don't know, man. Like Pate was playing wing back, you know, like. When I saw those team news, I was like, okay, so you put an injury-prone player to play wing-back. Now, wing-backs run. You know, they run and they chase people down. This guy is injury-prone. Like, you're just, it's like you, you've decided, I want this guy to get injured. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just saw it. When I saw him on that, as a wing-back, I just knew. He's not going to last. Something fish, yeah. And then now, how he's setting up that team, it's not the same as last season. Mm. There's a lot of individuality going on now. The, the passes, yes, are still nice, but we're not just open. We're not opening teams up the way we were. So I just decided to hold off on those guys and just spread my risk to other teams for now. Okay, I can see yeah. that you believe in Manchester City. You have three players. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to, but uh, I was just thinking about my yeah, team so, and I was like, wait, yeah, actually I do. Yeah, so you see like Haaland for the foreseeable future is always going to be my captain. I'm <laughs> I'm not risking anything out on a hat trick. <laughs> I remember last season, there's a time I had Haaland and, yeah. and then I captained Salah. Yeah. Then he got a hat trick. Like, that was it. Huh? I was like, no. I'm just going to go with Haaland. He scores more. So in the long run, even if Salah outscores him in a game here and there, in the long run, him being captain, yeah. I think you'll have you're gonna have the most points from him, basically, as a captain. So him for sure is always gonna be captain. Then the way they are playing, I wanted a Man City defender. Or and now the problem is the defenders are tricky. So I was thinking of getting Al uh, is it Alvarez, the goalkeeper, yeah. But I think his price was also a bit high. Yeah. So from Stones, I think I went to Walker. Walker seems to be the most consistent defender playing in that team. Yeah, I, I panicked. Then I didn't know I who think, to get, so I just got Edison. Yeah. Uh yeah, I meant actually what I, who I meant was Ederson. Ederson is the one guy I wanted, but Price. Then mm. I think during the previous, this is the last game week. I just got Alvarez because I was thinking of strikers. He seemed to be performing better than most, and he wasn't that expensive. Mm. Yeah, like if you if you check his stats, and it's like Peppers decided to play with two strikers now. You know, last season he was only using Haaland, but this season he decided to play with two of them. Yeah, and with Man City. Chances will always be there for your strikers, and Alvarez, Alvarez is a good striker. Yeah, and he's so, benefiting from all the attention that Haaland is getting. He, yes, so Haaland pulls guys, and Alvarez is there. 
to finish off. So I I didn't plan to get three Man City guys, but somehow yeah. I ended up with the three of them. Yeah, I think against even Spurs, that's what happened. I just I checked the the stats with uh, Madison. Yeah, and he's quite consistent. And he's always an assist or a goal here and there. So okay. I'm, maybe I regret not getting him earlier, but. I still don't it's have okay. him. I'm it's okay. regretting it every day. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's one of those guys who get you points and he's not expensive. Like, I'm sure next season, if he continues with this form, he'll be he's going to be in, in, yeah, he'll be 10 there. He's going to be expensive. So, for now, let me enjoy for now. No, that makes all of the sense. Yeah. Now, have you used any of the chips, like the wild card or the bench boost, the, uh, all of those things? Have you used any of them yet? No, 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 I haven't. I've, I always fumble with those things. Maybe the wild card. I've, so nowadays, before I use a wild card, so if you listen to this uh, FPL uh, podcasters, yeah, they always say when they expect wildcard and they always give reasons why they expect wildcard. So you, you just have to listen to what they're saying. Like, because mm, I've, I've, like I said before, I don't like overanalyze FPL. Yeah. I, I honestly don't even have that time to, to go into like five game weeks and look at each team's fixtures and see what team is about to go into a, into a great run of fixtures. But these guys, they do that. So that's what I listen up for. So, like, you'd maybe find, like, they'd be saying Arsenal is about now to get into, like, a hard run of form. And you probably have, like, three Arsenal players on your team. Yeah. And, maybe, yeah, so you'll find, like, when you have to switch many players, you might have to use a wild card here and there and bring in. Now, the guys whose teams are about to get into a good run of fixtures. But... Triple captain, that one I always fumble and bench boost also. Mm. Like the times I, I anticipate just doesn't work. But there's this maybe I think free hit. I had like a good experience with it. Uh-huh. So free hit, I always save it for those big double game weeks. Uh, that makes sense. So, yeah. So on the uh, when I see there's that big double game week coming, I start stocking up on on the players who are gonna on the players that are in good form and in those teams that are gonna have that game so that you have like almost everyone playing two games on your on your team, basically. Yeah. So that's the strategy with that one. So that that's a bit easy to use. But triple captain, you know, it's you're hoping that Haaland gets a hat trick. That's true. Or yeah. And then bench boost. Now that one you can never know, honestly. Unless <laughs> you've you're, you're those guys whose teams have really grown in value, mm. and you can afford to have like many high value guys on your team that you're benching even good players. Okay, so you're going to. Um, it sounds like you're going to save them for a little later then. Yes, yes. I'm. Uh, I'm going to save them for. Wildcard, obviously, when you know FPL takes a turn, that's the problem with FPL. Yeah. So that's 
that's most probably when I normally use my oil card. Like when now just all your players are not in good form. So now you, you need to switch up to the guys who are in good form. Yeah. But definitely, because wild cards are, there are two wild cards, right? There's for the first half and the second half. Yeah. Yeah. So for this half, I'll see when to use. Just when form starts too deep, I probably use it, and then say, and then now the other one I'll use the second half. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, this season, yeah. what I'm not doing a lot, I'm not taking this uh, sub hits, this minus fours, minus eights. Oh, you're not. That I, I'm not taking them as much. I'm a lot of the time just deciding. You know what? Let's wait the punches and see. Yeah, let's see what happens. Wow, you're very disciplined. And uh, yeah, mm, I've been lucky so far. Ah, oh, no, those are good rules. And yeah. now let me ask you a random question. So far, have you noticed uh, a trend that you will be taking into your decision making, like coming this weekend? A trend with the players. Yeah, a trend with how things are going. A trend with the players. A trend with maybe teams. Like I know um, there's some people yeah. who, when they see a Luton or Sheffield game they look towards players who are playing against them, that kind of a thing. Yeah, definitely, like definitely. Do? Not necessarily, because that means it might, it normally affects my subs, basically, like bringing this guy from the subs, bring him up. But when it comes to buying, you know, buying is, is I like buying long-term. I don't like buying this week and have to sell next week. I don't like that headache of, okay, I brought this guy for one game. And now, after the Luton game, mm -hmm. I have to move him. But it will affect, like, say, the way I have Gabriel on the bench. Mm -hmm. If you're playing Luton, I'm bringing him back on the team. You'll probably keep a clean sheet versus those guys. And then, mm -hmm. if uh, it, it might have affected my captaincy. But I'm stuck with Haaland, basically. This Haaland, Haaland is, my, is my guarantee. Right unless guy. he gets injured. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless he gets injured and then FPL now is going to go into a scramble. It's going to mess up many teams oh, if yeah. Haaland gets injured. It'll be the wild, wild west. Yeah. yeah, and then things will just become unpredictable. And because they, that guaranteed, those guaranteed points from him and oh, that... Uh, you, and then everyone is captaining him, like almost everyone. So, you know, back in the day before Haaland came, you'd have like a good share of captaincy going around players. There was Salah, there was Kane, there was Rashford. Like, there was, we, we were really gambling with the captaincy then. But right now, there's a, there's a few uh, managers playing the differential game where... Instead of uh, Haaland, you'd find they've captained a Salah. I've seen, I saw like those, those I think there's even guys who captain Trippier. Yeah, I wonder how, how they decided that. Wow, oh, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah, like that's just out of nowhere. I think there's a game week. There was a manager who captained, who did he, was it Ferguson? Like out of nowhere. Wow. You know what's like wilder a, than a that? Yeah. I saw somebody manage to travel to Captain Sajorier, Nottingham Forest right back. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, no times I sit down and I wonder like are there some guys who can see the future? Like they're yeah. just they're just playing with us here, like they know ah Ferguson's gonna get a hat trick. Let me let me just get that triple captain on him. We're not gonna get a better triple captain than that. <laughs> no, you're right, it's wild. In fact, I would like to yeah. interview somebody who does something wild like that and gets the most points and then just ask him like Yo, like, what was going through your head when you triple captained Oriye yeah, and got 60 points? <laughs> yeah, like, what was your thought process? Like, wow. Like, did you, did you talk to Oriye himself and he told you, you know what? I'm going to do the thing, man. <laughs> By the way, sometimes it's it's like they have some insight or some leakage. Yeah. Yeah, uh, someone should investigate those guys. I totally agree. Like you saw even in the Burnley game at the beginning of the season. Yeah. The Burnley players had Captain Haaland. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder if in the future they're going to ban those guys from playing FPL, the way they're banned from betting. I think so. I know there was a time Aston Villa players leaked to the media that Grealish wouldn't play. It was something like that. Like mm. Grealish wouldn't play. And then it caused like a real stir amongst the FPL community. <laughs> it was so crazy that they had to ban the Aston Villa players from playing fantasy. So I'm thinking yeah, that they, they still play, to. but probably under oh. pseudonyms. They just use uh, some other uh, names. Because you know, the reason these guys are banned from betting is because they, they could influence the games, right? Yes, that makes sense. That's why even Tony has been banned for eight months. Yes. Now, if you look at it from a FPL point of view, yeah, you see, like all these leagues we have, mm-hmm. there's leagues where they play for money. Yes. In their league, yeah, where maybe the winner gets some certain amount of cash, yeah. and these footballers, because they are rolling in dough, you can imagine how much they, how much their pot would be in their in their own leagues. Would, would, wouldn't that pot be enough for for a guy to influence a game? Well, you're for right. a defender just to let just to let Haaland score. Yeah. You know? he, he says he needs Haaland to have a hat trick. Yeah. He suddenly he just slips let up. The guy, yeah, he's he's chasing Haaland, he falls down. Mm-hmm. Or he bumps into his 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 own uh, defender, lets Haaland through. Yeah, you know. Like you're actually right. No, that makes sense. Really, you can influence a game. Yeah. They really need to think about it, especially like if you're playing for this, you know, in the EPL, the disparity of salaries is crazy. That's true. Like we we all know about the top players and they are like at 80 and above. Yeah. But in the same EPL, these players earning five. <laughs> you get like, are you seeing that difference? Mm-hmm. So a, a guy like that would honestly think about it, you know, if he's making more money from from the FPL league he's in, why not? Yeah, no, no. And no one would question if, point. No one questions if Haaland gets a hat trick. Yeah. If you fumble and in your in you're in a low team, guys are just like that's just the quality of the players in that team. And they yeah. just let it go. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Mm. Now let me ask you another yeah. question. Yes. Fantasy, you know, it's unpredictable. Football is unpredictable. 
So how do you the EPL is unpredictable. Kabisa. I mean eight near who saw that coming? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah, and Sheffield, the two two games ago held Man City to one one, or was it something like that? Until Man City scored with Rudy yeah. at the last minute. Exactly. Then the other day they held somebody else. Yeah, I think it's also a game of strategies where your strategy as a big team works on most teams but doesn't work on a few of the teams. You remember like I think there was there was a time Crystal Palace just used to beat Man City. <laughs> yes, like, I remember that. Just out of they they just beat Man City. Or like when Nuno Espirito Santo was managing Wolves and Adama Traore would always score against Man City. <laughs> yeah. So like now how do you deal so, with yeah. such changes to your team? Now with your team is your squad well rounded or is that, is this why you keep a free or two transfers over there? Uh, yes, my free transfers are basically for upgrades to build the most well-rounded team, in my opinion. Basically, as for the EPL being unpredictable, mm. my strategy is to not overreact. Like I said, you get ninety-one this week, you might get a forty-five the next week, and so with the EPL, you have to way like before i change my team like really drastically i probably might get points below the average uh points yeah for maybe consistently like for two to three weeks and then now i know i really need to do something like this one is just not working now mm-hmm. so at times you you will fall behind but i always feel like when you take your time and just set up your team proper in the long run it pays off because you you're able to go on on runs basically but if you're constantly trying to tweak you're constantly trying to tweak and with the fpl tweaking comes with those minus four minus eight because when when you start tweaking every week every now the one free transfer is not gonna be enough so you're gonna have to start getting deducted points. I play a patient game, basically. The research I've done, I believe the knowledge that I'm putting into my team is a bit above average. So let's say you have like Salah on your team and he doesn't get points for two weeks. Yeah, It's really not cause for alarm. Or you have Haaland, he doesn't get double figures for two weeks. It's yeah. not cause for alarm because you know he'll come good at some point. Yeah. And it won't be long because... Those are proven guys in the in the FPL. I'd throw in a guy like Saka in there even now. Mm. Yeah, I'd put Rashford there, but I guess they, them as a team, they have something happening. So it's affecting even how he plays. Chelsea players are not going to be in my team for the foreseeable future. That one, <laughs> that one I guarantee you, because the, the, even the whole team is out of form. <laughs> I'm telling you, there is no way, no way I'm having a Chelsea player in my team in the foreseeable future because yeah. I feel like it's either the owner of the team is influencing the managers or the managers don't know what they're doing because they've spent so much and it's just not working. You know, it's like, like endless money. I look at... Yeah, I look I look at Tottenham. I remember the first game I watched of, of for Tottenham this season. Those mm. many new players 
And I hadn't even known they'd bought players. But this, in the midfield, they have a few players. And when you watch the, them play, you feel like, hey, this guy has something going on. Like, this looks like a solid team. But those guys, I read something this week. I mm. think Pochettino couldn't deliver with Messi, Mbappe, and uh, this Neymar. Brazilian is called who again? Neymar. Neymar. But now you want him to deliver with Jackson. Are you crazy? <laughs> hey, that's too much violence. Uh, that's too much man, violence. You get a lot. I laughed so hard. I was like, wow. But there's some reality in it. You know why the top teams always buy the top managers? Yeah. But there's been a shift of late. But if you go back, they'd always bring in a manager who had experience with winning. They wouldn't just bring in anyone. And there was always a reason. Like, a manager who's won knows what it takes to win. So when they come into the team, they know what to do to maintain a win. You get? Yeah, that makes sense. So, Poch has very has good strategies. We saw that with Tottenham. But somehow he can't just cross the line. And for him, at Tottenham, they, he didn't win any trophy, you know? Yeah. I think he managed to win a trophy or two with PSG. I mean, who who can't and, win a PSG title? Yeah, but but yeah, but look at that squad. Like, just look at the squad. Anyone can win in that squad. Yeah, especially at least the league. At yeah, least the exactly. league, because first of all, there's the squad, and then there's the quality of the teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. him, mm-hmm. him and Chelsea, very tricky. Very very, very tricky. tricky. Now that we're yeah, talking about um, teams that are not doing well, mm. what advice would you give fellow managers who are at the bottom of our league? How would you help them turn it around? Mm. If you are in their position, what would you do to turn it around? Okay, let me give you a few secret FPL secrets. Mm-hmm. So uh, I haven't used it this season because now I moved on to... Okay, I've already given one secret. Watch the FPL podcasts and then make an informed decision from that. Don't just follow blindly. Don't have the exact same team that those guys have. Because those mm-hmm. guys at times they even change like they change their teams or very key aspects of their teams at the deadline. You know, those guys they they know how to time the deadline when when you can do the last transfer. Mm-hmm. So just listen to those guys. Second, go into the FPL app. Or the site, go to mm-hmm. state under status, and then just go. There's a place where they show the best leagues. Basically, there's a tab for the best leagues. They show top five best leagues in the world. Mm. Then, go into the best league or any of those. Check the best teams in those leagues. What those managers are doing. Mm. You'd be surprised. Yeah, just go check. Like you. Basically, research. You go in there, check uh, how many points they got the last game week, who they have in their team. And also, there's uh, the FPL itself. They show you the highest points earned every week. Mm. So you, just, you just go in there, see what that manager did. Who does he have in his team? Is there someone you're missing? And then, don't just now pick those guys. Go into the history of the players. You know? Yeah. Like this guy who got 142 this yeah. last game week. Yeah. He played his he played his bench boost like you guy. Everyone had above seven points in his bench. 
Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then, like, wow, this guy, he didn't even have her land. You get That's it? crazy. So this, you, you, you can try and be radical a bit. You see, when you, you see a guy doing this, you can borrow a leaf here and there from him. Yeah, try to do what he's doing. Because I always believe, like, the guys who are normally, like, at the bottom of the league, there's two reasons. Mm. There is either they really don't watch EPL mm -hmm. or they don't have time. They normally miss uh, these the deadlines. Deadline, like to, yeah, yeah, to change their team. So you'll find they go, like, three weeks without changing their team. you find even the guy, the captain, they're not playing that week. So you know he's either tied up, he doesn't check his FPL team. Yeah, so those are the two major reasons. And so the third one, mm. maybe a third one is they don't also take some time to research on fantasy, basically. Because it's impossible to watch all the EPL games every yeah. week, even in a single day. You can't watch all the games. Because first, there are games that are played at the same time. And then obviously, you have things to do. Yeah. So those are the few shortcuts. Listen to the podcast. Check the top performing guys in the leagues you're in or in the FPL as a whole, or in the best performing leads, basically. And yeah. then now from there, you can juggle. Like, clearly, this, I'm seeing here, should probably buy Bantlen, who's been performing quite well. Who? Who? Leno. Oh, yes, yes. Fulham goalkeeper. Yeah. Yes, he's been playing amazingly. Yeah, and it's very weird because you don't expect Fulham to be keeping so many clean sheets. Exactly. And just getting 10, but 10. They are. Yeah, but they are. So if you just research, use your gut feeling also. There's also gut feeling. Mm. Yeah. Like when you watch yeah. a player and you decide, okay, this guy, there's something coming. Or you've, you've, heard, you've heard of him for a while and that week, something just telling you, just get this guy in your team. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you just throw him in the team and he delivers. No, that makes sense. Sometimes you get lucky and you forget to, to buy a player you wanted to buy and the guy you wanted to sell performs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, by the way, even going back to the beginning of the podcast, you said that you wanted to change your team. Yeah, that happened to me like twice by the way. Those Game weeks that used to happen on Friday. Yeah. I used to miss those deadlines. I just used to miss those deadlines, overthinking, and then work comes in, and all of a sudden you haven't changed your team. And mm. that's that. And now just cross your fingers, and things used to work out. That's amazing. Yeah. And now come, looking at uh, game week seven, mm. do you have any special plans now that you have two? You said you have two transfers now, yeah? Yeah, I have two transfers. Will you use them? Are you targeting any I, specific matchups or players or this double game week? Uh, uh, what I'm targeting for me now is not really matchups, but I'm, my issue now is I want to get rid of players. Like I told you, I want to get rid of Mubama. Yeah. And one of these goalkeepers, that's my target for game week seven. I haven't decided yet who I'll get. I haven't decided who I'll get. So I haven't watched any podcasts yet. So that will influence how I go about it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also seeing like I have Madison and Saka on injury list. 
they have like a 75% chance of playing. Yeah. So I might be looking for cover for those players because if those two don't play, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, no. With those, I think you yeah. just leave them mm. until you know. And you know there's a cup game this week, this midweek. So you'll see yeah, if they play or if they don't play. And then you'll see... Saka is not playing. Oh, he's not playing midweek. Saka will be there over the weekend because he might know him. I know yeah. he's a bit tough, but Madison, Madison, I remember his injury problems at Leicester. Mm. So him, I'm doubting. But you know also, but, mm. is that whole thing of Europe. You see, at least Tottenham are not in Europe. So yeah, at least you know he's not going to be rested for Europe. Yeah, yeah. But Madison is just injury prone. Him, I've had him in previous teams. He'd be doing well, and then bang, injury has disappeared for quite some time. And then he comes back, has to build up form for a while. But so you let's said you're going to be Hopefully... targeting a keeper and Mubama, yeah. trying to see if you can get them out. Yeah, basically, I'm doing repairs. That's what I'm doing. My with my team so far, I'm doing repairs. Just trying to have I'm trying to get everyone in the squad playing first, first and foremost. Everyone in the squad playing yeah. and at a good price. Yeah. This story of having like there's just one guy who never plays, it's just in your squad. I've done that before. And it just used to bring so many complications. Like whenever you try to to make moves, that one player would always be a serious factor. First, because it'd be really cheap. Yeah. To always just hold your team up. Because he's, first of all, like that guy, I'm sure he's dropped in value. As much as he's 4.4, mm-hmm. I'm sure I probably got him at like 4.5. So I've already lost like a point one there, yeah. you get. He's never, he's never appreciating in value. You see, like other players, like even if they're on your bench, yeah, like Udoji. They're most probably main, yeah, they're maintaining their value or they're moving on up. Okay. Now let me ask you a question. Yeah. You you jumped up a few spaces and now you're number two yeah, on the that table. Might... Yeah. And you are two points behind Mr. Leon Mortier. Why are you running? <laughs> Where is he running to? Hey, he's been running. He's been running ahead of everybody. Yeah. Now, uh, do you think you'll be the one to topple him? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I feel like FPL is... Uh, see, like how he's been at the top for a while? Mm-hmm. That's, wh- that's when you know you're, you're running things. Things are really going on, going well for you. Mm. Because all it takes is for, for you to be like, let's say, below average. Yeah. And a few guys in your team, it's 80s and 90s in your league. 80s and 90s, and yeah. they are gone, you know, and they are gone. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I'm hoping to be on a run. If okay. I'm on a run... I mean, this uh, is a good sure. start. Yeah. If I'm on a run, for sure, I, I will topple him. And hopefully, I don't keep forgetting to change my team. Making those... Last minute crucial changes. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And now, Vic City, mm-hmm. tell me about your team name. It's nothing fancy, honestly. I 
I think I've, I've, this is the name I started with, Fantasy Football, and I've always maintained it. It was I just sat down and I was not gonna overthink it. I just put my name and added City. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not just, inspired I was by Man City. No, 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 not inspired by Man City. Okay. I just added City right next to my name, and that's it. Okay, no, that makes sense. Okay, so I just yeah, wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your insights you. and your experiences. Mm -hmm. We are going to be following your progress and we will see if you will be the one to topple Mr. Leon with his running team. Don't let him <laughs> run away too far. And we really yeah, appreciate yeah, your yeah. time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best. I'm hoping this time my experience with FPL mostly I always start slow and then I'm playing catch up. I don't wanna be too far off the top. That makes sense. Basically. Yeah. So you you're hoping to so, maintain yeah. a steady pace now. Yeah, yeah. Just keep up with the guys who are at the top mm -hmm. and everything should be fine. They are the pace setters. Yeah. I'm not normally just only looking at like the leagues I'm in. Mm -hmm. I monitor like what number I'm in in Kenya, mm -hmm. overall where I am. Yeah. So that's how I check and pace myself. Okay. With, with like just the whole FPL as a whole. As a whole and that always Yes. And then that always translates good in the leagues I'm in basically. Oh, okay. Well done. Yeah. I like your holistic yeah. view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you All for right, the chat. So. All right. Thank you, bro. See you soon.